0: Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, building experiences that connect, remove friction, and deliver insights. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is Dominic Ashley Timms. Dominic is a performance improvement specialist who works directly with leaders and managers to bring about permanent changes in leadership and management style. As a graduate ergonomist with an EMBA, and after years spent in change management consulting, Dominic now applies his passion for human-centered design to learning and behavior change. He is the CEO and founder of Performance Improvement Consultation Notion and the creator of the multi-award winning and academically proved star management program and the co-author of the best-selling new book, The Answer is a Question. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, Dominic. Uh, Hello and thank you for having me and inviting me onto the program. Well, first off, Dominic, why do you do what you do? Uh,
1: That's a a great opening question. Thanks for that, Ed. Um, Well, uh, in my career, I I actually had the fortune of working in change management consulting. And the projects I was engaged in um, were often very... Uh, challenging change environments, and, and through through my work and working with uh, numbers of project managers, what I began to notice was that the more that we engaged with people being affected by change, and the more we began to ask them questions, the the fear of the change itself actually declined. It diminished, and uh, and the the insights I had at the time was that by asking people questions and them coming up with answers they had they felt they had a stake in the change there was greater certainty because they are now involved and they're able to apply themselves and that really struck me and actually became the the turning point on which um i decided to begin a question because uh, sorry, begin a company because i noticed that um there was a real opportunity to be thinking about how we're engaging people in change and through the years we've developed real insight into how inquiry can be used more purposefully so that's
0: the background and you even talked about the questions as being the missing superpower. Tell me more about that.
1: Well, as we progress through our careers, and many of your listeners will hopefully acknowledge this, we, we gain experience. But actually, we evolve as managers almost uh, as what we might term Frankenstein managers. We're made up of the parts of the experiences that we've had, um, the experiences we've had being managed by a range of people the tips and insights we've perhaps gained on courses we've been on. Uh, and that really contributes to making us into the Frankenstein manager that we are today. But actually, in, in, as we become more senior, the, the style of questioning that we use tends to be more diagnostic in nature. People might present us with a problem, and we will ask questions to gather data so that we can step into that problem and solve it for people um and and actually, by doing that we're we're losing something in that moment we're We're potentially diminishing the person that brought that question to us because we haven't really engaged them in showing us what they could contribute to that thinking. We haven't invited that contribution we've We've sought data in order to be able to provide advice or a solution or to fix or solve that problem for them. So the the whole purpose here is to think about how are we using questions and if we carry on using questions for our own benefit um, then we're going to carry on losing this opportunity to really engage people more fully. So when we describe it as a missing superpower what we're really talking about is how do we begin to think about how we use questions to engage the thinking of other people and when we start to think that way something very powerful happens. Firstly we resist stepping into every problem that we're brought, so immediately that's a, a, a layer of stress taken off us. We can forgive ourselves from not accomplishing all of the facts of the situation, but we can also acknowledge that the person that's come to us actually has a contribution to make themselves, and we, we need to invite that. So if somebody comes to you with a problem and says, "Oh, this problem," instead of starting to go straight into solving it, we, we stop for a second and we say. That, that does sound like a problem, and of course I can help you. Just before I do that, though, what have you thought of so far? Now that's interesting, and, and uh, of those three things you've just suggested, which one do you think has the most mileage that might take us forward in this problem? And you can see how the conversation can unfold very differently when we start to acknowledge that the person bringing us the problem has this capability within them. The secondary benefit here is if we can help them then to find an action that they can take then when we follow up with them there's an uh, an opportunity for us to share with them some appreciative feedback and we have this reinforcing behavior where we're acknowledging we're helping people to take action we're giving them appropriate feedback and helping them to begin to to step up and in fact we're we're beginning to shift our management style away from being the solvers of every problem we're brought and actually the enablers of the talent within our team and so that's why questions are the missing superpower because we need to move from our diagnostic approach to questioning to really start to think about how we can develop more purposeful inquiry that engages the thinking of the other people we're speaking to.
0: Is there anything that you notice about successful effective questions? Are there any characteristics of of good questions?
1: Yes, in, in, in the work we do with managers, we, we talk a lot about this because it's very easy to ask a question which is quite shallow in its intent. It's not going to get us perhaps where we need to. Um, and when people begin using this approach, they're sort of fearful of getting the questions wrong. And one of the things they learn, I think, is that there is no such thing as a wrong question. There is just a question which is less powerful then perhaps a follow-up question you can, you can ask. So, for example, if I'm speaking to somebody and I sense that they, they would like to take the action that we're talking about, but they're perhaps lacking in some confidence in that, and, and, and perhaps they're nervous about the outcome of that, perhaps then I'll design a question which gets them to recall a situation where they've taken a similar action in the past that went well. And I'll have them recall that and I'll ask them about, well, what are the features of that that made that successful? So they can draw strength from the knowledge they've done this before. So that purposeful use of inquiry can be directed towards stimulating the thinking that would be most helpful to that individual in that moment. So really we talk about developing more insightful questioning and what we're meaning by that is questions that are designed to help people develop and construct a new insight that they can benefit
0: from. And, Davinak, we have an exit question that we ask all of our guests, and that is, who is a hero of yours, and why are they a hero? <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um,
1: actually, my current hero is a, a guy called Stephen Bartlett. Many of you will know him because he runs the Diary of a CEO podcast series, which is really excellent. And what I, what I like about him, and actually other podcasters I'm beginning to follow, yourself included, is that they are creating a, a conversation. Um, I think when I listen to these podcasts, the one thing I always reflect upon is what what has this meant to me? What have I taken away from this? And I think Stephen Bartlett is doing a really, really good job there. And the speakers that he's bringing uh, also have a very humanist message. And I think that's what's behind the work that we do asking questions as missing superpower really is engaging with people and respecting the contribution they have to make. I think the thing that Steven's perhaps missing is the at scale methodology for really affecting massive scale change, which is something that we are certainly working on in the, the work that we do with ever
0: increasingly larger groups of managers. And lastly, Dominic, how can somebody get a hold of you?
1: Um, the, the we've, we've written a book recently called the answer is a question which is a uh, selling extremely well and you can find out more about that at the answer is a but if you're interested in the work that we do uh, to really help managers develop this inquiry-led approach to their management then there's a website starmanager.global that's starmanager.global
0: and you can find more information about what we do there all right excellent we'll put both of those links in the show notes. Dominic, Ashley Timms, thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Thank you very much. Thanks, Ed. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.